You are listening to a recording from the 2021 Pumanar Scholars Virtual Residency Fair. We would like to take a moment to thank the residency programs who have taken the time to present at our fair this year. This year's Pumanar Scholars Virtual Residency Fair is supported by Pumanar Recap, the best resource for your physiatry clinical preparation, audition rotations, board preparation, and beyond. Pumanar Recap offers 35 hours of review videos, hundreds of review questions, and even oral board cases. Head to pmnrrecap.com to learn more. All right. So again, thanks everybody for joining. So we're with uh, UVA PMNR and we're going to jump in uh, to talking about the program. And we're going to deal with Zoom related uh, mishaps, which sounds like uh, 2020, 2021 for everybody in a nutshell. Uh, so we're going to dive into basically overview of curriculum, where people go, basically a lot of the similar stuff that they just talked about, and then we'll try to leave some time for things to do in Charlottesville and any questions as well. So let's get rolling. So uh, who we are, so we have 12 residents per year and uh, as well as two categorical positions. So we have four residents uh, in the PMNR program, and then two of those four will match as categorical. Uh, and I did my intern year here, so I'll speak to that briefly, and then two others will match advanced. Uh, in terms of who we have, we have sort of a wide variety of uh, attendings with different interests, including sports medicine, spinal cord injury, brain injury, EMG, pain management, uh, ultrasound specialists, cancer rehab, including one of the recent uh, graduates from the Penn program that they had briefly mentioned. So we have sort of a wide variety of uh, folks to fit any of your interests. Uh, as you all know, PMNR is a very broad field. And so this is sort of just showing an overview of Charlottesville. Uh, Stephen, who is running the presentation, will talk in more detail, but basically things to highlight. If you like outdoorsy stuff, hiking, mountain biking, running, sports, um, then you're going to love Charlottesville. Uh, but there's sort of a little bit of everything to meet people's fancy, but that would be certainly the highlights. And Dr. Jenkins could, and if you interview with us, will talk ad nauseum about the Charlottesville food scene as well. But I will defer to that for now. So in terms of curriculum, like I said, uh, we have two of the four residents who will match categorical. Uh, as I said, I did my in, uh, intern year here as well, so I can speak to this. So you'll do three months of uh, inpatient medicine, which includes basically two months of gen med, as well as one month of basically GI, um, where you're mostly seeing hepatology, GI bleeds, things of that nature. Uh, you do 12 total weeks of neurology, so you get a really strong foundation with ne in neurology, which is, of course, very pertinent to the field, which would include eight weeks of inpatient, which is usually a combination of general service. So that's, you know, your whole gamut of neurologic conditions, as well as some time with the stroke service as well, running stroke codes, admitting stroke patients, etc. You'll do four weeks of neuroconsult, which is great because you see the whole variety of everything from uh, uh, and get to do all the consults, which is really, really good experience. And then we do eight weeks of orthopedics, which is four weeks with the spine folks, four weeks with the joints and reconstruction for it, folks, as well as a variety of other rotations. Just another highlight, the last part of this I'll touch on is the PM&R uh, month built into your intern year is always over the holiday months. And then we try to include one of the weeks, whether it be the week of Christmas or the week of New Year's, as sort of an extra week of vacation that's built into your intern year, which is really nice to get uh, one of those weeks off as an intern. And then the other week you'll uh, cover consults. So you kind of get uh, your feet wet within the PM&R world as well. Uh, so then we can move on to our second uh, year curriculum. So for this, uh, we do most of our inpatient as a PGY2, uh, though you do get some uh, time on consults as well to sort of see the other side of 
how patients wind up coming into the rehab hospital, which we'll touch on later. We have a freestanding 50 bed rehab hospital, um, which is about a mile and a half or a mile from the main hospital. So everything's really close by. Um, and in fact, there's basically no real commuting uh, for us. The longest away would be the new Ivy Mountain site, which is about three miles maybe from the main hospital. So nothing that's far as well, which is convenient. And basically you do three months on all the major rotations with the exception of you do two months on general rehab and then you do the, the last month uh, of that as a PGY-3 during your um, consult month. So basically 11 months of inpatient rehab all split into six-week blocks and we kind of get the full gamut of uh, whether it be strokes, brain injury, spinal cord injury, et cetera. So all of that stuff that you would expect to get. Uh, during our P and this is, yep, touching on that 50 bed rehab hospital, as you can see, uh, it's a pretty nice area, nice walking trails around stuff too. And you can see, looks like a rehab hospital, 50 bed standalone two story rehab unit. Um, and from a perspective of this, one of the nice things about everything being close is you're close to everything because we take home call, but you're only covering the one facility. So we don't cover any additional facilities. Uh, we do cover clinic calls, but those quite honestly are few and far between in terms of after hours clinic calls that you immediately have to uh, cover. And this is some pictures. And in the top left corner is me and Steven. So because our cameras are turned off, those are the two people who are speaking tonight, but you can see all the other various residents in their natural habitat. Um, so that's us. PGY3 curriculum, we have uh, basically again, built into three month blocks. So we have three months of basically um, sports medicine with uh, some other additional experiences, including P&O, which we do one half day per week, uh, rheumatology, which we do one half day every couple of weeks, as well as some other general MSK ultrasound type experiences. We have three months of electrodiagnostics or EMGs as a PGY3, which you do another three split up as fours, which we'll talk about in a second. And basically you're going to be paired with one of the senior residents. And this says residents perform approximately 200 EMGs over three months. That's definitely a low ball. Uh, I know that for mine now, I think I'm at around three and change. Um, but that's anyways, you're certainly more than adequately going to hit your numbers. Uh, like I said, we have two months of inpatient and one month of general rehab because you have your one month as a PGY2. And then we do a month of pain management with the uh, pain folks uh, over at UVA with the anesthesia department. And it's nice because we're always pretty close with them. We share a clinic space, so we're essentially attached. So they're familiar with working with us and vice versa, and they've been great to work with. Outpatient physiatry, which is a whole combination of basically a lot of other areas of PMNR. And then one month of elective as a PGY3, which quite frankly can be essentially anything. Uh, popular ones historically have included more time with pain management for people who are interested in pain, cancer rehab, uh, ultrasound uh, has been a really popular one, um, but and research would be another option there. Um, now moving on to our PGY4 rotations, and this is just a variety of pictures of people again in their natural inhabit, uh, habitat. The gate lab, which is pictured there, has been relatively <laughs> not relatively less used um, with COVID, but hopefully something that we can, uh, again, get back up started. You can see some ultrasound experience. That's Dr. Smith. He's one of our spinal cord attendings. And you do some ultrasound with him specifically for some of the more challenging Botox injections. And then Dr. Rivniak, who's not pictured here, uh, is our main ultrasound attending. Uh, but a couple of others use some ultrasound as well. And uh, PGY4 curriculum, so you get a lot of elective time, which is quite nice. I definitely think that's one of the strengths of our program. So you get 
four months of elective, which again, you can do a whole variety of things, uh, both within the PM&R departments as well as within other departments. So for example, I'm interested in neuromuscular and I'm gonna work with the uh, neurology department for that for one of my electives. But again, uh, popular ones have included working with orthopedics, working with, you know, again, ultrasound or interventional spine. But again, there's a lot, basically unlimited options. Uh, you have two months of pediatrics, which you'll spend with a whole variety of different uh, pediatric uh, specialists in orthopedics, PM&R, et cetera. One month of occupational medicine, uh, which is learning how to do occupational medicine, if that's something you're so inclined to do. One month of interventional spine, in addition to, of course, the aforementioned pain management month. And then one month of outpatient orthopedics, which is predominantly working with the spine folks, though there are opportunities to work with basically any variety of orthopedics folks. So probably highlights of the curriculum would be lots of elective time and uh, lots of opportunities to do procedures. Uh, extracurriculars, lots of sports opportunities. We have the runner's clinic as one of our main sports clinics. So there's tons of running events specifically that do wind up getting covered, but there are certainly opportunities for uh, any variety of sporting coverage, of course, being that there is basically all sports at UVA, but the, certainly the most common ones would be football and then running, but people have uh, shadowed a variety of other sports teams based on interest. Ultrasound course, so we both have a formalized ultrasound didactics curriculum once a month, as well as uh, basically the ability to, we're trying to do basically at least monthly sessions with the residents on top of our formal lunchtime didactics curriculum. And then we are also trying to do with our anatomy course, trying to do, we are doing with our anatomy course, uh, interventional procedures and so not just practicing scanning, but we go over and use the cadavers, practice injection technique, things of that nature. Additionally, we have an interventional spine course. This is actually a two-part course. So we do the first part in the fall, which is basically tar targeting lumbosacral injections. And then the second part in the spring, which is cervical injections. And that sort of includes the full gamut from epidurals to facets, et cetera. And that's again, using the cadavers. Uh, so didactics for us, didactics is at noon every day. Well, 12:15 to be more precise. We have a whole variety of stuff, including an ultrasound lecture as well as an ultrasound scheduled time, SAE review, Bradham Club, Journal Club, and then otherwise things are uh, on a month to month basis covering sort of all the fundamental topics, spinal cord injury, brain injury, brain injury, neuro, EMG, neuromuscular, et cetera. Um, additionally, resident uh, research is encouraged. Um, I would say that we're sort of more of a, the nice thing about being a small program is that basically you can choose to do what you want. So if you're not interested in research, we don't have a lot of mandatory research requirements, but it's certainly very easy to get involved in research in the Senate set. UVA is a big research organization with all the resources that sort of any of the big uh, organizations would have. So some residents will do case reports. I have recently published an update in traumatic brain injury guidelines and working with the spine folks on another project. Uh, so basically you can do a lot, you can do a little, kind of up to you. Uh, you do get up to $2,000 stipend for travel, training, and conference opportunities. So certainly not gonna be limited in terms of going to conferences. Uh, though that money went a lot further when everything was virtual, but now it's still not gonna be a limitation. In terms of our alumni, um, sort of doing a whole variety of different things. Certainly popular things coming out of our program would include sports, medicine. You can see a lot of folks specifically interested in sports. Um, but obviously we've had the full uh, gamut of folks doing different things, including last year we had one sports, one sports and spine, one doing 
outpatient MSK, but a lot of EMGs, and then one who actually sticked on with us and is doing uh, general orthopedic rehab. Uh, but we've certainly had people match a whole variety of everything. So again, can be well tailored to what you want to do. So that's sort of what's highlighted here. You have lots of elective time, which kind of lets you choose what you want to do. Uh, which obviously is a big advantage. Tons of procedural opportunity, both in terms of formal didactics. So like I said, the ultrasound uh, curriculum, time with the cadavers, which is really valuable because it's really nice to get your hands on injections without it being on a live person the first time. Uh, the uh, injections course for the uh, flora guided procedures, et cetera. Um, and then lots of one-to-one -one men mentorship because again, we're a smaller program for residents. So certainly, um, Lots of you know direct mentorship, both from a resident perspective and an attending perspective, including my mentor, Dr. Jenkins, being on the call tonight. So anyways, uh, don't want to take up too much time. Stephen is going to talk about Charlottesville quickly, uh, but we hope to see some of you uh, when we get started with interviews here. So thanks for joining the call, everybody. And obviously, if questions, that's what we're here for. Yes. And just, just over five minutes left. Thanks. Five minutes. All right, thank you. Yeah, so I'm Steven. I'm one of the fourth year residents as well. Um, I believe this was supposed to be a picture of the program at the end, but it looks like it's just a black square. Anyways, I was going to jump in and talk about um, Charlottesville really quickly. I love Charlottesville. Um, I would definitely recommend coming and visiting here, you know, whether or not you're interested in the program itself. Um, Charlottesville is pretty small. It's, I think, 10 square miles. I looked it up this morning, um, but it's accumulated a lot of accolades for how small it is. Um, it's consistently, I think, in the top five, like best places to live, best small towns to live in, like happiest towns, most active towns. And definitely you notice that when you're here, um, there's a lot of people always out running, walking, riding their bikes. It's a very sort of bike friendly town as well. Um, if you're more into hiking, you have the um, Shenandoah National Park and the Appalachian Trail sort of runs through there. So definitely a lot of people getting out and hiking. Um, if hiking is not so much your thing, there's a lot of wineries and breweries and everything around here. Um, they have the Monticello Wine Trail, which I think is a list of like 30 to 40 wineries. And so people will go through and try to check all the wineries off their list. Um, a lot of food, surprising amount of food for how small the town is. Um, so definitely, I think anything you're craving, you can probably find something that you like. Um, obviously, if you are craving something more, you can drive up to D.C., um, or Richmond, even close by, has a lot of good food too, but I've never been too disappointed with the types of food that I'm getting here. Um, but yeah, I'll open it up to questions. I would definitely advocate for visiting Charlottesville, though. And then you can find out whatever it is they do in Monticello for any Hamilton fans up. Feel free to post in the chat too if um, you don't want to speak via voice and um, I'm monitoring that as well. So I just, yeah, I saw the first question. So in terms of what I like most about the program, um, I think probably the biggest thing is just sort of the flexibility that comes with it. You know, I think that we have sort of all sorts of options, but it's nice that as you kind of get further and further into the process, at least in my opinion, and you start to narrow what your 
interested in. It's nice that you can do lots of different stuff, but at the same time, like if, for example, if you're interested in sports, you can do tons and tons of sports coverage. If you're not interested in sports, you cover basically the women's four miler is the main one that we need folks at. If you're interested in research, there's tons and tons of research opportunities and you could take like three months of elective to do research and just absolutely do a pile of research. And we had one of our residents who actually had come back as faculty be the top researcher in the country for PM&R residents a couple of years ago. And we have lots of folks who do no research because they know they absolutely have no interest in it. So I think the flexibility in terms of tailoring things to your interests would be the thing that I uh, personally like the most. Uh, especially now being a PGY4. Um, other things I see, how many facilities do you all rota rotate at? Um, I guess the answer would be one to two. So uh, technically the re rehab hospital is a standalone facility. So then two in the sense that we have UVA clinics and then the UVA rehab hospital. Um, in, we do do- In about two, minute, two minutes left, just to let you know. Great, thanks. We do do consults at the main hospital, which so that would be sort of the second- facility. And like I said, that's maybe a mile and a half away. So uh, I actually walked to basically all of my rotations. So basically two facilities, there's nothing that's far away. Uh, is the pediatrics elective in PGY2? So that there's, there's a PG, there's an elective in PGY3. There's a consults in PGY2, but I'm not sure if that pediatrics elective question is for uh, a different uh, program because we do not have a PGY2 pediatrics elective. Um, can you describe how responsive the program is to resident feedback? I mean, again, from, uh, from our perspective, we have a couple of different things. So we have, again, PD meeting every month uh, with Dr. Jenkins, as well as our uh, now associate program director, Dr. Royer there. Uh, we also have sort of feedback sessions uh, at the end of the year, as well as at the end of rotations. Um, and then we also have sort of uh, resident sessions, specifically meeting with us, the chiefs, in terms of for feedback. Uh, and then the last thing that I can think of for that is the PGY2s have actually a weekly session on Monday mornings. Uh, that's usually only around 10, 15 minutes in terms of describing any uh, issues that have come up and things that we can try to adjust, address. So I would say um, lots of things. Um, yeah, a lot. Um, obviously, not every single thing that residents bring up is, is able to be changed due to, you know, facilities, limitations, program limitation, ACGME requirements, et cetera, but certainly there's lots of opportunity and desire to uh, change things for feedback. And I think that hit most of the big ones. And then, yeah, please Perfect feel free time. to reach out, email, et cetera. Yeah, I tried to motor through those. So thanks for the yeah. time updates. Yeah, thank you very much for the clear um, and informative presentation tonight. And uh, Thanks for putting your email contact in the chat there for people to follow up with you.